This is Hawkside Guns Podcast. Welcome, y'all. This is Hawkside Guns Podcast in the uh, zombie apocalypse. And uh, we were supposed to be doing this cast actually uh, in person uh, this week. <laughs> but uh, apparently that is not going to happen. Uh, well, well, the uh, the common joke around my uh, former co-workers um, is that... Uh, since I haven't tried to take an actual vacation in like five years, that me trying to take time off is apparently actually one of the signs of the apocalypse. Yeah, <laughs> apparently. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, and I'm probably not far behind it. In fact, uh, many Americans are are uh, that in that same boat. Uh, to to be honest, is you know we don't with all the state closings and closings of businesses, we don't know what's going to happen. And it's very stressful time for everybody. Um, unfortunately, Jake got uh, got caught up in that. And uh, yeah. yep, and I mean it, it's it's led to some entertainment. Uh, you know, obviously, I, I, you know, being laid off is not exactly pleasant. Uh, there are other things in life to worry about, but it's definitely led to some entertaining that's been going on over the past two weeks. <laughs> All right, so. With that kind of intro, what what is entertaining about being laid off, sir? In your particular well, case, well, I mean, it means I actually have been working at the gun store, and uh, <laughs> it has been interesting to say the least. So, I, and and they really, if we're going to start the story properly, we have to start with something else. I had the beginning of last week, which you would call a existential crisis of ammunition. And basically what happened is, is I, you know, we've talked about this before. My manner of stockpiling ammo is that every time I drive past Cabela's, I stop in a buy box. Yep. Of? Well, a nine millimeter. Nine millimeter. <laughs> and it turns out that um, they're having the same problems with nine millimeter that they're having with toilet paper, which basically is that nine millimeters are like assholes. Everybody's got one. Yeah. So the nine millimeter was bare. Just Gone. Yeah, it's stripped here too. There is no nine um, millimeter around me. Well, what I actually found out when I then went home was that there is no nine millimeter in the country. Yeah, yeah, that doesn't uh, surprise there, me. There, there is no place that you can that well that I have personally been able to find that you can even order it uh, that is uh, not completely back ordered for like several weeks at this point. And yeah. even then, that's the several weeks is a guess. Yeah, that's the. We have a truck coming in several weeks. We're thinking some nine millimeter might be on it. It's the story I got. Basically, yes. Um, so that put me into a bit of an emotional crisis because we both know that I'm the paranoid one. You are um, a bit of a prepper, sir. Uh, so the the I, not to say that I don't have enough nine millimeter, but the fact that I could possibly, conceivably, ever run out completely fucked with my head. <laughs> Panicked him, <laughs> and I immediately ran to the gun store, going ran and screaming, "I need a forty-five." <laughs> now that's interesting. You went to forty-five. Uh, yeah, I've already got a three eighty, and what I was basically doing was just trying to diversify a little bit further out. Um, I'm not a big fan of forty caliber, 
so I yeah, I went to I, I went to forty five. I did consider ten millimeter at the moment, but that goes kind of into the you know we don't get a whole lot of bear around here. Yeah, I wondered if you were if you had at least considered that or something like that. But forty five, honestly, is probably a better choice. It's, it's... Uh, it, yeah, it, because the other thing I was going on was considering my mental crisis was availability. Yeah, yeah, and... there, there 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 was forty five to be had. Um. And if you and, can't and, do nine and, millimeter, that's a that's a fantastic choice. Yes. So so basically, what I mentally finally had to do, as much as it discusses part of my OCD nature, it fulfills the other part of my OCD nature. The fact that I had to diversify out with ammo. So now I do three eighty nine millimeter and forty five. Let's see. That's that's getting closer to what uh, the what I had. Now I had the same. Th- situation happened here um uh shannon sent me to the store for ammunition i got a box a box they were rationing it at the uh the gun store i went to my my local gun store because i went to cabela's and same same as you they were out um i immediately got in the car and called my local gun shop um and said hey do you happen to have any nine millimeter hollow point and he said look i've got a box I will save you a box, and if you get here within the next hour, I'll I'll sell it to you for you know I think like a dollar of a price. And uh, I'm like, yep, save it for me. I'll be there in a little bit. All that kind of thing. Um, it is it is to the point where um, you know they and they had stuff. Now I we had gone over this. Uh, Jake and I had gone over this a little bit in the earlier in the week. I'm pretty diversified. Um, I have in my house in possession, stocked and loaded, 22, 380, 9mm, 44, 45, for, uh, 410, 20 gauge, and 12 gauge. All in target and lethal rounds. Uh, we counted it up the other day, and I have close to, not quite, but close to 2,500 rounds of ammunition in the house. Um... That's like whatever they had, I could purchase some and find a gun to run it through. Generally speaking, if it was a widely uh, accepted or widely uh, dispersed, uh, distributed uh, style of ammunition, I could put it through something. And that is the one thing that uh, even though and everybody laughs at me, you know, it's it's. You know, oh God, Sean's got so many ammunitions. He doesn't. It's like he's he's you know. <laughs> He's, he's running a variety shop. But in this case, it was a good thing because it didn't really matter what we had. I've got at least 150 to 200 rounds of absolutely everything. So it was like, okay, what do we need to use? And it was a very comforting feeling. Now, I will say this. 500 rounds of that was 12-gauge, <laughs> and probably, <laughs> probably 500 rounds of that was 22. Maybe 600, 650 rounds was 22 as well. Uh, but 22, you know, it's real tough to run with, with a couple of 22 bullets in you. You know, I mean, it, it, you are going to feel it. Yeah. Uh, so I, I didn't feel too bad about that. Um, um. Well, so as the story continues, as I said, I ran into the local gun shop and went, holy shit, I need a forty-five, and they had <laughs> a uh, Springfield XD Mod 2 45 subcompact on sale, so it went, I went, yes. I said, I can't pay you for it right now, but here's a couple bucks, put this one aside for me, now. <laughs> 
Um, and the other thing is, is I was looking around because the place was packed. Yeah. And I and I asked where the owner was, and apparently he uh, recently had surgery, so he wasn't there. And so they they were just having a really tough time. And I didn't stay that day. But as I left, I texted the owner because he and I become sort of friendly, I guess you could say. Um, I texted him. I was like, you know, I'm supposed to be on vacation, and now I'm not going anywhere. Um, do you need some help? And his response was, dear God, yes. <laughs> so so I've, I've spent the past week, uh, and now we'll spend the next hopefully two weeks working in the gun store part-time. And it has been devastatingly interesting. First of all, the amount of people just coming in going, I need to buy a gun. Well, what kind of gun are you looking for? I don't care. I need a gun. Is downright staggering and frightening. Yeah. Um, explaining to people that I can't tell them what the best gun is, that, that, that it's kind of one of those things that you have to figure out for yourself, is completely foreign to most of the people coming in at the moment. Yeah. Um, you know, I've been porting a lot of people towards Glock for no other reason than it is the iPhone of the, um, uh, the, the firearm world. Just knowing that they'll be able to find aftermarket stuff, I'm not going to have somebody come back and go, "Why'd you sell me a gun? I can't even find a holster for." No, are you selling them nine millimeters, <laughs> for which there is no ammo? Um, well, a, a couple, a lot of people have come in and wanted nine millimeters, and what um, a couple of the guys at the store have actually been doing and making a killing. I almost wish I was, you know, this good of a human being and actually was willing to give up anything that I have. You've got some people actually selling boxes out of their own stash, but they're selling it like 40 bucks a box. Yeah. Um, yeah. So so what they've basically done is made sure that if you purchase something, you are at least going to go home with some ammo. Yeah. See, I wondered I wondered how they were doing that because that's what everybody does, right? If you look on the Internet, what's the Internet going to tell you that you need? They're going to tell you, because most people are more comfort or, uh, comfortable with oh, a pistol than uh, a rifle or a shotgun. And they'll tell yes. you you need a 9mm Glock, right? Oh, that's well, what the Internet's going to tell you. But, but that's what you said. A lot of people have come in looking for your standard pump-action 12-gauge. We are out of them. Yeah, that's and, the other uh, thing. Uh, yeah. Even to the point where you know he, he managed to find a place where he could order some Remingtons and some Mossbergs. But even then, for a period of time, it was kind of like, well, can I order one? No. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I'll be I'll be perfectly honest. In the last week, um, I had uh, six 12, 12 gauge pump action shotguns. I am down to two, uh, three actually. No, that's not true. I sold three. And if you and if you decided to do it this fashion, you probably could have made an absolute killing on them. Uh, yeah, I didn't. I didn't try and make a kill. I didn't try and gouge anyone. Um, I did. I did sell them for full retail. I did. You know. Uh, oh, no, oh, yeah. I mean, I mean actually, I because because even in in order to pay for the forty five, I sold at the store uh, one of my nine millimeters, and I sold that sucker for full retail. Yeah, I mean, because um, you can. It, but but the funny thing was is that I even like felt good about doing it because the woman just because it was what we had in the store was, you know she was probably in her fifties and she was looking at a um a a, a uh, nineteen eleven that could have been used as a hammer, and it was and it was just kind of like and she's like well it's a little heavy I don't know and it's kind of started kind of going from well this is all we have to here let me show you something else. 
Um, and she was thrilled to death, but at the same time, it was kind of like, oh my God, you've got people coming and buying. And it, you know, it's kind of like all we have left is a couple of 20. I'll take a 22 then. You know, it doesn't matter. People are just taking whatever is there as quickly as possible. We're getting to the point at the end of the day in which the, the um, cabinet is just bare. Yeah. Well, the, the other part of it is I don't know how much of this you've had the opportunity to run into, but in the process of having to explain the process of actually purchasing a firearm to a number of people, it's not even just people buying their first firearm. It's people who would have, if you had been on the gun control debate three weeks ago, would have sworn that this that 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 you and I were evil human beings that should be crucified Absolutely. are now going. I need a gun. Yeah, isn't that funny how that turns around? I I know several oh, it's, people. It's, yeah, it's been it's been hilarious. I mean, you, you've got people going. You know, I, I need. A, I don't. I don't want to have to touch it. I just. I just want to have one. It's kind of like, are, seriously. <laughs> Do you realize what you just said? You know. Yeah, uh, it's it's. I've got a friend of mine who is who is very. Very anti-gun has been for a long time. You know, like you're saying, it makes makes uh, fun of us and people like us. And is, you know, it, is this somebody I know? Uh, no, I, it's not I somebody did. you know. Um, but it is. No, if it was if it was him, I'd I'd totally tell you. Um, but uh, it was. You know, somebody who who I'd known for several years. He was very, very, very liberal and very anti-gun. And you know, all we need is is you know more understanding and all that stuff. And guns are, are killing people. Came to me to buy a shotgun. That's because he's known somebody in that there might want his toilet paper. Uh, yeah, exactly. And it's like, isn't it funny how we just kind of turn on that particular dime? You know, and, and I understood, and I didn't. I didn't give him a hard time about it or anything like that. The man was scared. And it's like, okay, look, man, you you need to understand what it is you now have. It's like, okay, and it's it, it's kind of funny because he reversed the other way, and now I'm the one putting on the brakes. I'm like, okay, have you ever held one of these before? <laughs> have you ever used one? Okay, do you know what kind of shells this is? You know, because I gave him a box of shells. He's like, I'm like, what do you need? He's like, something that'll stop a person. And I'm like, okay. Do you understand what you just asked? Are you shaking for? the two? Are you shaking the two boxes? Yeah. Birdshot, buckshot, birdshot. Yeah, won't kill a man. That won't pepper him up. <laughs> pepper him up real good. Yeah, um, guns Jamaican. Uh, it's <laughs> you know, and and you have to explain that. Like, look, this is what you're buying. You're buying lethality. Okay, if you point this at somebody and it goes off. You are going to kill them, you know, within this certain range. Any distance in your house, if they're in your house and you're in your house and you point this and shoot it, it's going to kill them, okay? I need you to understand that. Say it, you know. Um, and uh, there, was a, to... there, there was a 10 millimeter Glock in our case, and somebody was talking about it. Was a, a, a young guy pointing at it going, I, I want that one. And it was kind of like, like, no, you don't. It, it was kind of, my, my, my first question was, is, do you live in a townhouse or an apartment? Yeah. Why? Because this will go through the wall. Yeah. Like, <laughs> make sure everyone you know and love is behind you. Because <laughs> <Right? laughs> um, it's because it, people and, and they, at least in my very limited experience, I mean, you probably have a lot more than me at this point if for, for the last week. They're just saying things they've heard. 
Oh, you know, absolutely. It, no, no, I've done a lot of correcting misconceptions over the past, you know, because you've been, uh, you know, even little things like you've got people who, you know, women coming in wanting a smaller gun and a lot of times having to explain to them, you know, I understand that you want something smaller because you're thinking you're going to feel more comfortable with it. With that said, something with just a little bit more weight to it will actually be a whole lot easier for you to control. And, you know, just staggering people with little pieces of information like that. It, it, yeah. Yeah, and I actually I've got one of those. I went to the gun store at uh, back last week when I was still going to work, um, not just working from home, which hopefully isn't going to end very soon. But I have the feeling it will. I you know I went to w- with a coworker and she was going to buy a a gun, and I'm like, okay, have you ever fired a gun? Yes, I was in the Air Force. Uh, she's um, roughly my father's age, maybe a little younger. She's like, yes, I was in the Air Force. I trained with a 38. I'm like, okay, great. Do you know how to work one of those? Yes, I do, but I don't want a 38. I'm like, okay, uh, what is it that you want? She's like, I want a shotgun, but I don't know how to use one. I'm very uncomfortable with that, but I want something that has a pattern. I'm like, okay, well, actually, there is an answer for that now. It's a shotgun pistol. It's called the Judge. It shoots a 410. It's a lethal round, but it has some spread. It's like shooting watch batteries, you know, and I explain the whole uh, PDX-1 defender round and all that kind of stuff on the way there. She's like, that sounds perfect. Um, we arrive, and, and you know, the gun shop is like, we are out of 9mm. I'm like, that's great. We're not looking for that. I need a Taurus Judge. <laughs> He's like, oh, really? Yeah, we got two of those, you know. Brought it out, and she's like, oh, this of those feels... Two. Yeah. And uh, she's like, this feels just like a thirty eight. You know, this is early last week, right? This is yeah. like Monday of last week. And she's like, oh, this feels just like a thirty eight. He actually had enough rounds at that point that he let her buy a box and then run a couple through it. She's like, this is perfect. This is exactly what I want. I'm just like, okay. But that's the one I felt best about. Like, she had had military training. She had shot a thirty eight. She knew what a revolver was. She knew she was comfortable with a revolver. She just wanted something different to come out of the barrel, which is, in this day and age, perfectly possible, right? Yep. And she was very pleased with it. She is very uh, satisfied with it even now. And bought two boxes of ammunition, which they still had at that point. Two days later, they were out. And uh, it was it was fine. That was the first one I had to deal with. One of our very dear friends just sent an email this morning saying, yeah. hey, uh, man, I'm looking for a shotgun. What do I do? And sent it to the gun people that he knew, you know, me and Jake, and said, hey, what do I need? I'm looking at these two guns. What do you think? And we both gave her information. And he's like, yeah, I'm going to go look at those and everything. Didn't get to go today. Um, I'm like, I'll be there tomorrow. Yeah, I'm like, dude, you better hurry. <laughs> you better hurry, homie. And it's it's like, okay. He was very logical about it, and he's used guns before, but he'd never used a shotgun. I'm like, dude, have you shouldered a gun? You know, a shotgun before? Well, no. Okay. So what you're going to do, <laughs> what you're going to need is like this. Like, if you've got a stubby, you better be damn good, you know, because one of the things he was looking at was a Mossberg shockwave. Um, which is fine. There's nothing wrong with it. It's a very nice, very quality gun. Um, I don't particularly care for them, but that's just a personal thing. Uh, the, the, there's a very, very simple answer for that if you're using it for home defense. 
because you, you, you have to, um, which is why I don't like the Remington version of it, because you can't do what I'm about to say unless you actually, you know, machine it and tap it. Sure. The Mossbergs actually come with that, that those three screws you can pop right out of the top, and you can put a Picatinny rail on it. Yes. Uh, you throw a flashlight and a laser on that one, and it is perfect for home defense. Now, see, what I like is, and what I use for home defense, and I think I've mentioned this before, is the RIA uh, Mervia or the Merv, as we call it here, um, it is and, exactly that. But is it? But it's a pistol grip, right? It's a pistol grip. It's a pistol grip, yeah. but it has I, a Picatinny on it. Have you have you fired the, the shockwave before compared to a pistol grip? Yes, I have. Okay. Now, now I know that's a matter of preferences with everything else. I like the way that bird's head raptor head actually handles the recoil better than a pistol grip. I pistol think grip puts it, it all in your wrist, and as you know, I've got problems with my wrists and my hands i think it does too um and i might have even picked the shockwave at one point but the problem is i have two shooters in my home and the other shooter prefers the pistol grip there you go and well okay that's it you know because i'll use either it doesn't matter to me <laughs> but she wants the pistol grip it's like because that's what she's been trained on that's what she she got her her license on that's what she got all her stuff on it's like that's the one you want that's the one we shall have. Uh, yeah. If somebody literally has, if somebody, as you said, if there's two shooters in the house and somebody literally has that strong of a preference and it doesn't bother you either way that much, yeah, that's the way to go. Yeah. Oh, completely. Completely. Uh, I just, I was flabbergasted by how many people, and this is not the first person um, who, now, our, our, like I said, our very dear friend who was looking for the shotgun he is he shotguns. I mean, he has an AR. He has yeah. shot many things. Um, it's just he hadn't done a shotgun, and his parents live across the street from him. And he is he is looking for for something very light, portable, and defense in case he needs to camp out over there, or in case he needs to deal with something. And it's like, okay, dude, you know, apparently they have toilet paper. Uh, apparently, okay. I, I don't know. <laughs> um, you know, we were very lucky in that we, right before the whole madness started, got a 12-pack. Actually, same here. And that'll last us for months, you know. It's like, I don't understand, but, you know, it's it's there. Um, we found a big jug of hand sanitizer under the cabinet, and she's like, actually, okay. Actually, actually, the funny thing is, is the kid was looking at me going, what happens if we run out of uh, toilet paper? My response is, the shower is right next to the toilet. Yeah. <laughs> Turn it into a bidet, baby girl. <laughs> Find uh, a boyfriend I, with toilet paper. I don't know what to tell you. But but I also managed to piss off Twitter this week. Oh, what did you do? I, 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 I have a extra Twitter account I use for trolling. And I don't and I don't troll average everyday human beings. I troll people who spout their opinions off to the world, primarily people like activists and politicians and stuff like that. And <laughs> and so Twitter apparently took exception, and I got, I got a little warning message from them that if I texted David Hogg every time I sold an AR, that they were not going to like me. <laughs> <laughs> and did you do such a thing, sir? I had been doing that. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, yes, yes, I did. <laughs> I have, as a matter of fact. <laughs> so, so yeah. I mean, I wasn't, I wasn't like texting him, going, uh, you know, uh, calling him names or anything like that. It was just, uh, hey, sold another one. <laughs> hey, sold another one. Yeah, it is, it is very, 
It is very interesting how how many people I know who were very anti Second Amendment, anti firearm, are picking up guns. Oh moment. yeah, just oh, a yeah. ton of them. And you know, I've been very, you know, what I would consider magnanimous. I have not said anything to them when they come to me for advice or to buy a weapon or or any of that stuff. I, and I, but actually, the worst part about it is, there's at that point in time, there's no reason to rub it in. They're coming over to the idea that these things are tools in which to protect yourself. They are not evil devices of murder necessarily. Yeah, in my mind, but, it's you've already won. You've already made a convert. You know, there's no reason to rub their face in it. Exactly. Because uh, cause that's not what this is about. It's about, you know, using the tool or having the tool to keep you and your family safe. And that's that's really kind of the idea. Um, uh, the, it, and the funny part is all this stuff is going on, and it's the one thing I prep with that I was just ready <laughs> You know, like I had too many already and enough ammunition that unless it's a full scale apocalypse and people are coming, you know, like, you know, Lord of the Flies and, and escape from New York and shit, unless that's happening, I got more than enough and more yeah. than one shooter. You know? <laughs> yeah. So it's like, oh, OK, in that case, I'm covered. Right. Plus, I live in Texas where we all have guns. Right. Yes. Yeah, so, I mean, I, let's put it this way. There are a couple of neighbors I have that I'm pretty sure that we could band together and, and you know, keep the, uh, the the block safe if need be. Um, but at the same time, you know, I've definitely been, you know, looking at my kid going, make sure the doors are locked, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And, you know, it's, it's just getting weird out there. It is. It is. I'll tell you this, and, and I know it's going to make me sound like I'm I'm in a militia or some shit like that, but... Um, I have been walking around the house and, and no further along or further away than three feet from a firearm, uh, for the last couple of days here. And it's funny the one I picked cause it's not the one I thought I'd have. Um, you know, cause I have my Bursa and mm-hmm. I have many other guns. I have shotguns left, right, backwards. I have shotguns st- stacked all over the house. But the one I have on my freaking belt, don't ever tell Bon I said this, is that stupid-ass Bond <laughs> Arms. forty-five, four, ten. Because <laughs> it's, like, it's light, and it's, you know, you forget it's there, and it's handy to have, and I punch a hole in somebody. I got two PDX Defender rounds in it, and it's like, yeah, go ahead, you know. I, well, I tell you what, you know, um, I, I have, especially before the uh, ordering system went up and took a shit because the people, the guns were flying out of the warehouse so fast that even the warehouse basically had to just shut down all ordering so that they could actually send out what it is that they had already gotten orders for, take inventory and figure out where the hell to go from there. Um, <laughs> but I, but actually, I sold a couple of your uh, your bursas uh, towards people. Um one of them was a guy looking for something for his wife, and another one was a guy, excuse me, not a woman who came in with her son who was trying desperately to get her to buy a Glock 9mm, and she said, well, it's not what I fired before. And I said, what, it, what have you fired before? And she said, well, I used to have a Walther PPK. And I went, you know what? Come over here and look at this. And she loved it. And her son just looked at me in utter disgust, and it was kind of like, yeah, but you're going to try to get her a 9mm. She can't hit anything with it. It doesn't matter what it is. Right. Um, the other, the, there is one 
nine millimeter Glock 19 in our store that will not sell. I am trying desperately to sell it, and no one will buy it. What's wrong with it? It's the uh, Donald Trump commemorative version. Oh, no. (laughs) Ex-Democrats are coming in left, right, and backwards. People keep coming in going, yeah, I'm looking for a Glock 19. I got one. Here it is. I got one. (laughs) Not that one. uh, uh, Do you have any others? (laughs) No. (laughs) All out. That's the only one. It's it's, it's Cerakoted in gold with his picture picture of his face on the grip and uh, Trump 45 (laughs) down the slide. Oh, (laughs) no. It's got a threaded barrel. It's, it's just kind of like, dude, oh, this is terrible. And I, and I literally offer it to everybody who comes in the store. And nobody's bought it yet. Oh, dude, 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 you want the Trump gun? <laughs> Can you imagine the symbol of everything they say? Is it like Trump forty fifth, and it's got the flag engraved and his like face on it and stuff? Is it that one? Absolutely. Oh. It's got the presidential seal. It's like yep. the. <laughs> I've seen that gun. Oh, that's got to be terrible. For, it's the personification of everything they but, stand but you want to know what the best part about it is? All the seracoding and artwork has basically doubled the price of the firearm. It's, it's for $9.99. Oh, God. So they have to pay a premium for it. Yep. Oh, that'll never leave the store. I know, but I'm dying. It's just kind of like, please, I, I have to be the one to sell the Trump gun. Please. I have to, please, <laughs> please, someone, someone will be, you know, if you knocked a hundred bucks off of it or maybe 200, I bet you you'd sell it. I bet you you would. They'd take sandpaper or some, like a Dremel tool or something like that to it. <laughs> just grind it down. Just grind it off and just be like, yeah, I don't, I don't know what happened. <laughs> oh, no. I bet you that's hanging around. <laughs> uh, oh, but but in, also in the other thing in my uh, plan of diversify, I've also figured out one other thing that I'm probably going to do once everything settles down um, is I'm probably going to go ahead and buy myself either a Glock 23 or a Glock 27, which is their 40 caliber, but then pull the barrel out of it and put a 9mm barrel in it so I can still play with it have fun. But once again, if all shit hits the fan again, I have another caliber I can buy. Well... As soon as you come down here, I got news for you. Buona and I both have a shotgun we're going to give you. So you're going to wind up going back. Seriously? With two, yeah. You're going to be going back with a, a shotgun from each one of us. Um, oh. That's, yeah. We I, were planning I, I, on surprising I, I, you with it, but surprise. you know. <laughs> I, I didn't get you anything. Well, you didn't have to. Uh, oh. But, uh, you know, we had plenty of stuff, and we went to a show. We had a great time just, like, finding stuff to, you know, think Jake like this. No, nah, probably hate it. We're going to give it to him anyway. <laughs> um, you think Jake will like this? Yeah, he'll love that. It's black. As I, as, it's great. As I've told you before, remember T Rex arms, shorter barrels. Yeah, no, 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 no. The the uh, Bonus got the other Mossberg. He's got the collapsible stock on it and everything. It, it collapses down to ten ten inches or ten and a half inches. It's good. You'll love it. And the other gun we got, I'm going to cut it to fit you when you're here. So Aw, it's, it's great. Yeah, no, it'll be great. But oh, uh, shit, oh shit, the apocalypse has to end now, so I can come. <laughs> exactly, you know, you got to come and, down and, now. And, and then I actually have to find vacation days again, <laughs> which might start another apocalypse. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> 
But yeah, we were we were saving those because uh, we were both excited you were coming down. We're like, oh, we're gonna teach him. We're gonna learn him to shoot shotguns. We're gonna give him these, and he can take those back with him and everything. That was our plan. You, you know, the worst part about it is I was actually worried about meeting Bond. I was worried at one point because uh, I think I remember sending you a joke picture of a big ass bayonet on the end of a uh, shotgun to, that I told you to show, and his response was, "That's just probably Jake being a dumbass." <laughs> Yeah. So and he was going to give you to, to to get back at you for that. He was going to give you that very fucking Mossberg. Oh, God. <laughs> I'm like, are you going to get the bayonet? He goes, I don't know. I haven't decided. yet. <laughs> so he was going to present you with it with the collapsible stock. Uh, so he's like, here you go, smart ass. Shoot that. You know, I'm like, it's Jake, dude. He will. <laughs> you know, he will. Actually, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, you'll probably think it's fun. Well, my, my thought process on that one is, is, you know, they get a little bit too close. You just hit him with the, hit him with the bayonet stabby. and shoot him. Yeah, exactly. It's stabby. Uh, but uh, yeah, I, I was very curious because I showed up at uh, my local gun shop and, and I, like I said, I was just looking for some ammunition just because I was looking. I didn't really need any, but um, I had the afternoon off because it was one of the the day in fact it was the day right before you were coming in so i'd taken it off to like clean out my daughter's bedroom and make sure Mm -hmm. that you know you weren't assaulted with rainbow unicorns and i (laughs) i'm like i have i i do have a daughter too i'm like kaylee we can't have the man sleep in here with this he'll probably it's like (laughs) there's glitter on the bed kaylee we can't no, we can't. I'm used to that too. Actually. We can't do that. It's gonna be like he's sleeping in some kind of weird. Th- no, <laughs> we're not doing that. Uh, so I take in the afternoon off. But... As long as as long as people don't look at me with the glitter and go, "You're a baby, Lils, weren't you?" <laughs> exactly. You're you're a strip club, weren't you? Uh, which was also on our itinerary. Um, I figured. I had all the vices planned, like uh, strip club, <laughs> casino, guns. <laughs> You know, we were going to get liquored up. I mean, I had all the vices planned, you know, like all the legal ones. We were ready to go. It was going to be a, a trip of sin. It was going to be great. <laughs> one by one, shit started closing. You know, like, oh, man. Oh, the casinos. Oh, the strip clubs. Oh, you know, the gun, I, star, the, the I, gun I know, show. I know, I know this is a bit off topic, but did you see the thing I sent you about the uh, about how the exotic dancers were continuing to find work, call, making doing instead of Uber Eats, Boober Eats? Yes, I love that. That is enterprise at its <laughs> finest. Welcome to capitalism. Here's some boobs in your food. I would certainly stay for whatever condiments they had. Absolutely, I, I was almost dying when I saw that. It was fantastic. I mean, I had I had it all planned, man. We were gonna, you were gonna go home a happy man, you know, uh, slightly hungover, had boobs in your face, casino, guns, the whole thing, extra guns on the way in. I was gonna get a geek cannon. It was gonna be the time, you know. Like you were gonna go. You know what? Texas isn't so bad, even though it's gonna be hot. Um, that was my plan. And, uh, you know, like one by one, just freaking coronavirus. Uh, (laughs) But I had all that to say I was pissed off. So I was going to the gun store because it's the only place left that made me happy. And I'm like, I show up. I'm like, hey, man, what's going on? And 
I arrived, and it's not a small place. Like, you know a lot of these very small gun shops. And my favorite gun I, I, shop. Actually, the worst part about it is that's where I've been working in is one of the really small ones where yeah. we've been actually only letting people in like three at a time. Yeah. Like, this, is, this, this shop is big enough that you could probably have four people in the actual quote-unquote show space or showroom, whatever you want, like in front mm-hmm. of the counters. You could probably have four people there, and it's kind of full. I mean, they don't have that many employees, so it's not like somebody's going to have to be waiting. So it's it's not a big place. But I show up, and it's it's out the door. And I'm like, oh, crap. You know, so I I go out, I, or, you know, I, I leave for about 10. I'm like, okay, there's some kind of weird thing going on. I come back. I go eat lunch, come back, and it's still out the door. Yep. And I I wait in line and everything and, and get in. <laughs> There are people lined up at opening time yeah. these days. Yeah. No, it's it was pretty bad. And that's in Texas. There's a lot of freaking gun stores in Texas. I mean, a lot of gun yeah. stores. I mean, I mean, we closed at 7, and we've literally got to a point where we made a, a policy of we stopped taking new applications at, at 6.30. Yeah. Yeah. Um, oh, oh and, a, and a couple little things on applications. A little bit of PSA for our listeners. Um, remember that an application is a federal form, and lying on one is a federal offense. Oh, God. So, little <laughs> things. If you check off the, bo- the box that says that you are not a habitual user of marijuana, and yet your entire clothes smell of patchouli and bong water, we're probably not going to be able to sell you a firearm. If you... If you don't unfortunately read English, it is unfortunate that I am not allowed to translate for you. I'm not allowed to explain any of the questions to you. I'm not allowed to tell you what the answer should or shouldn't be. If you don't read English and can't understand them and just go check, 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 I'm probably not going to be able to sell you a firearm. It's amazing that the system does actually work as intended. Uh, Surprise, surprise. If you check off something that says that you either have a felony record or a misdemeanor domestic violence, I will tell you I cannot sell you a firearm, and no, it does not matter if you take the form, fill it out again, and bring it back. Yeah, I know that it's not true. Okay. <laughs> <sighs> you get you get you get one chance if you check something and check one of the wrong boxes because I I give everybody the same. The same spiel. I'm sure they. I don't know how they look in other states, but I'm sure they pretty much look at the same. Just about everywhere, you know, like fill out the top. You got these questions down at the bottom to check them off. Please read the questions specifically. Please rem- realize that there are certain words in each one that are in bold, and they are in bold for a reason. <laughs> no, I cannot explain any of the questions to you. No, I cannot tell you how to answer them. If you fill it out wrong, I will give you one other option where I will hand it to you again and once again explain the please read the questions. Yeah. And then if you screw it up again, you're out of luck. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah, can't help you there. Okay. It's just not something we can do. Uh, <laughs> and and, and you know, what, 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 what do you mean? <laughs> like, look, dude. Sir, sir, I can't uh, sell you a firearm. Why? Because when I told you you had time to go out and smoke, I didn't know that's what you were smoking. <laughs> yeah, I had uh, I had a, a, a not even a friend, an acquaintance, who she was going to go, and she's 
she's one of the, and I'm going to say this and don't take this the wrong way. Okay. She's, but she's like one of the worst kind. She is very entitled. She has never had to deal with anything that her father's money could not fix. I unfortunately um, know the type. Uh, yeah. And she's, she's significantly younger than me, but old enough to know better. If, if you know what I mean? Like she, this is a fully functioning adult. Okay. She lives a couple, couple streets over from, from us. And she knew that, that I was into that kind of thing. And she's like, look, you know, um, I need you to sell me a gun. And I'm like, <laughs> not, no, can't, not can, you know, no, really help I, you or anything like that. Just, I, I, yeah, I can't do yeah, that. <laughs> no sense of courtesy whatsoever. Just, I need you to sell me a gun. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. She's like, hi, you know, she knocked on the door. She was very pleasant and everything. I need you to sell me a gun. And I'm like, uh, no, <laughs> no, I, I don't think you're, I'm like, well, what kind of gun are you looking? And I first, I, I told her, no, I'm not going to do that. Um, but what are you looking for? Like, what is it? Well, you know, I just feel unsafe. I'm like, well, that's a fantastic reason to have a gun. What are you, what are you going to do? You know, she's like, well, I want a Glock. And I'm like, okay, well, I don't have any of those. Okay, well, I'll take one that's most like one of those. Just the best one you have. And I'm like, okay, first of all, you're not getting the best pistol I have. I'm not a gun store. Okay? I'm a private citizen. I don't have to sell you anything. You know? And, she's like, well, well, you and not to. only that, but if it's the best one that you have, it's the one you're keeping. Yeah, it's <laughs> like, you know, you know, this is the best gun I personally have, in my personal opinion, is my 380. It's not the most expensive pistol I have, but it is the best because it's the one I can shoot best with. And I'm not giving you that. Fuck off. Go spend $275 at the store if you can find one. Um, no, I've just learned to shoot it. <laughs> Screw you. Uh, but, oh, no, you really need to sell me this. And I'm like, no. No, I don't. I said, what you need to do is go to the store and and go through the process, you know, I, she's like, well, I know you have guns and you don't have to, to do a background check. And I said, no, I don't. I'm a private citizen, but I can also, I don't have to sell you one. And she started getting a little huffy and everything. And, and Shannon's like, no, it's really like he, he doesn't <laughs> you know, because <laughs> Shannon was home and she's really more friends with this woman. And she's like, look, why don't we just go to the store and, you know, I'll help you. This is a couple days ago. I'll help you. You can, you can get one there, and they, they probably have a better selection than he does. She's just trying to get me out of the heat because she knows damn well that they probably don't. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but they did. And she's like, I can't do that. I was at Cabela's, and they won't sell me a gun. And I'm like, at, at this point, I'm like, oh, do tell. <laughs> this is going to be a fantastic story. Now, now I will say that there that Cabela's, especially since Bass Pro bought them, has gotten kind of goofy. That you know we've definitely run into people who Cabela's wouldn't sell a firearm to for some of the dumbest assed reasons. So, absolutely. But I'm, assume, but I'm assuming that's not where this is going. No, no, it's okay. not. And I'm like, oh, okay. Well, we'll do tell. She's like, well, I was trying to buy my Glock. And I'm like, your your Glock. Yes, uh, the one I wanted. Oh, okay, the one you wanted, not your gun back. You're trying to buy a new gun. Yes, I don't see why you're being so semantic about this. You know, the, like you're being such so. Uh, what she said? Oh, you. I don't see why you're being so pedantic about this. I'm like, well, because words mean things. I. I don't know. It's just. Uh, well, not, not, not only that, but it's actually slightly different. If you know, because 
for those who don't know, you can't just, you know, ship a, a gun someplace. You can't just throw it through FedEx and go, ooh, wow, let's see yeah, if it gets there. Yeah, you need to be a licensed fire or federal firearms license. Exactly. So, but, so you even need to pass, even if it's your firearm that you own, when it comes back to you, you do need to pass the background check again in order to get it back. Yeah, in order to get it, right? So they, they um, need to run you. So, so you know, um, but it, but let's put it this way, that it tends to be a little bit of an... I don't know if I go so far as to say easier process, but, you know, everybody's typically a little bit more understanding if it's your gun that you've owned before, et cetera, versus just something you're buying. Right, right. Because I'm like, oh, okay, did you send your – because I was thinking, okay, maybe daddy bought her a gun and she sent it somewhere to get it smithed or modified or something like that, put rainbows on it. I, I don't know. Um, whatever, and she's getting it back. She's like, no, 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 it's just the one I want. I'm like, oh, okay, you're stupid. All right, good, great. All right, so what? what is the deal? Like, what did Cabela's tell you? I said, because there's, they're normally very specific on why they won't sell you a gun. Usually. Usually, yeah. But, you know, it, at times like these, they're making, they're raking money hand over fist, right? So, uh, I mean, and I'll interrupt you for two seconds. And even that fact, we had a guy asking us today whether or not we would give him a discount if he bought more than one. The response was no, no, no. Well, why not? Why not? Because at this moment in time, we don't have to. Yeah, <laughs> that's not the market you're in there. chief. <laughs> the, the one that you're asking if you could buy extra and get a discount on, quite frankly, will be here for another 15, 20 minutes after you leave. Right. Maybe less than that if I don't take a smoke break first, you know? <laughs> right? Or if I don't eat my sandwich in the back, you know? I mean, it's it's that 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 far. And uh, so she she's like, "Okay, you know, they told me that first they told me I don't live in the right place." And I'm like, "Oh." I said, "Do cuz she just moved into a a new house and I'm like, yeah, if your license doesn't match your address, you're, I mean, already right there. They're not going to, any F, FFL uh, yeah. dealer is not going to sell you a gun. They'll they'll get their license pulled. They they can't do that. And and then she said, well, you know, I, I probably, you know, could have got daddy to buy the gun, but daddy won't buy me a gun again. And I'm like, <laughs> again? I- Wait a minute, I just called that again? Again? <laughs> and, usually, and usually if your father is refusing to buy you a firearm to protect yourself, there's usually a good reason why. Yeah, there's, like, like, there's a story there. Right? <laughs> so I'm like, well, this sounds like podcast material. Like, what what happened? You know, I'm like, did you have one before? Well, yes. And I'm like, okay, so what happened to that gun? Well, the police took it. Because I'm like, okay, again, and she goes, well, I was upset, and it was several years ago, and my boyfriend kept taking my car, so I shot at him. I'm like, so you attempted- well, not, uh, not only that, at this point, she's got a domestic violence charge, probably. Yeah, in no, which she case, did. She's she, not gonna. She, she's uh, not gonna. She's not gonna pass the background check anyway. Exactly. I'm like. Did the cops come? She's like, yeah. I'm like, were you charged with a felony? Well, yeah, reckless use of a firearm. I'm like, there we go. 
<laughs> I said, okay, that's strike two, sweetie. It's two and three, to be honest, because it said you have a felony, a gun-related felony on your record. Okay, the reckless use or reckless discharge of a firearm. I can't, I can't remember exactly how it was worth, but, but she had that. And she doesn't live in the right place. I'm like, you're, you're screwed. Yeah, no FFL dealer. And I said, and I am extremely against having you touch any of the guns that could have been licensed to me or registered to me at any given time. There's no way I'm doing that. And Shannon's like, well, we saved ourselves a trip to Cabela's because uh, there's no, <laughs> there is no way. She goes, well, I could just fill out the form and just not say. I'm like, honey. Do you know what they do when they run the form that you're about to fill out? Your name is going to pop out. Well, the statute of limitations said it has nothing to do with the statute doesn't of limitations. Exist. That doesn't exist. Okay, your name is going to pop up with a fel a gun related felony on the rec on your record. They're not going to be no FFL dealer is going to be able to sell you a firearm. And she goes, well, and daddy won't buy me one. Now you see why I have to have you buy, sell me a gun. And I'm like, I so do not. It's just <laughs> radically uncomfortable <laughs> selling you. You you don't need to have a pop gun, like nothing, you know. Let me sell you some bear mace. Yeah, exactly. Be, be, because not only are you going to knock out whoever's uh, trying to harm you, but you're going to knock yourself out too. Therefore, nobody gets hurt after that. Yeah, Shannon did feel bad. She did give her a little, a uh, little uh, container of, of pepper spray. She's like, "Here, look. If you really feel unsafe, here's here. Take this." She goes, "I have plenty of these," and I'm like, "Oh, that's how many?" And I couldn't help myself. And Shannon's like kicking me, and she's like, "I'm like, how many do you have?" <laughs> She's kicking me. She's like, not the point. You know, I'm like, no, it's totally the point. I'm totally into this now. You know, but it's it's that kind of thing. Like the system as it stands, if you're actually not trying to buy them on the underground, you know, or in the underworld from, you know, a gang or, or something like that. If you're not trying to buy black market weapons or at least gray market weapons or, you know, tricking a private citizen. um firearms are actually pretty tough to get, you know, uh, if you're not lifting them from somebody else, stealing them or, or trying to get them illegally. Um, the system does work. Uh, oh, and absolutely. I mean, I think the, the other thing that was catching a lot of people by surprise with uh, in Delaware was the fact that, you know, especially being right smack in between New Jersey and Maryland, was that you could take home a firearm that day. Yeah. Because uh, New, New Jersey, you actually have to go through an entire, um, you know, background licensing process that can take months. And in, and in Maryland, you even if you pass it right then today, it's a two-week waiting period, but you had to have taken a class to get a license prior to that. Um, I can't say, especially after what I've seen over the past week, that I am opposed to the idea of licensing firearm owners, I'm starting to come more and more around to the idea that it should be treated very similar to automobiles. Um, you know, in which case, you know, you need to show proficiency in actually being capable of using one and then have a license. Yeah, I'm not really uh, objecting to that particular course of action either. Um, you're uh, licensed to have a car. 
You can have yeah, a car, I, I, but you can't I, I, use exactly. it. Exactly, and, and, and I'm not saying that there should be any preclusion unless there's certain things like felonies, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, um, for, for owning a firearm. But I do – I'm starting to come around to the idea that maybe we need to make sure that somebody is trained to use one and can show proficiency with one prior to just kind of going, sure, take it home. Eh, have two or three. We don't care. You know, And I'll be honest, that's the way it is in Texas, and I kind of like that. But at the same time, um, I've I've shot my whole life. I'm very you know in the I'm I feel as if I can more or less put things on a target where I want to, even with pistols now. Um, I'm I'm pretty okay. I, I'm sh- I'm sure it wouldn't surprise you, and and it probably should surprise both of us how many times I've had to explain the rules of firearm safety to people. Over the past week, and just even the concept of constantly going, no, 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 finger stays out of the trigger guard. No, 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 finger stays out of the trigger guard. You do it again, I'm going to take it away from you. (laughs) You know, if you want to test the trigger, that's fine. Point it to the ground, pull the trigger, you can feel what the trigger feels like. Other than that, keep your finger out of the trigger guard. And, you know, and I've seen people, even especially at my local gun shop, um, they take it and point it at an employee. You know, now it's empty. Yes, and and I and that that's the one that kind of makes me, you know, that that I do explain the rules of firearm safety. But first of all, the place is crowded enough that it's going to get pointed at somebody. Yeah. But the other part about it is, is they, and I've had people flat out ask me. It's kind of like you just picked that one up and put it back down again. You you still open it up and look down the chamber. And the response is, you do not treat you treat every firearm as though it's loaded until you once it's in your hands have looked inside the chamber and made sure that it's empty now the the gun store that i normally go to um uh, which is is located here in denton they have uh uh actually there's a couple i go to but one of my favorite ones is they have a spot and it's an orange spot it's sort of like a shoot and see spot it's probably about as big as a coke can and it's it's up near the ceiling, and it's labeled in Sharpie on, on a piece of paper. It's the spot. And that's where everybody's supposed to point their guns when you're using them or, or looking at them or going to do a dry fire to test it or something like that. It's like point it at the spot. Don't point it at me. Don't point it at the floor. Don't point it, point it at the spot. And I thought, you know what? That's pretty cool. You know, like fine. Mm-hmm. And there's, there's like two of them. There's one on one side and one on the other. And it's like, okay, cool. And they're up. You know, at the sea, at the corner of the sea, where the ceiling meets the wall, and it's like, okay, that's not bad. You know, I don't. Well, and, and, and the other thing that that tends that tend to bugging customers, but at the same time, I won't stop doing is, if I got to step away for a second, it's, ma'am, can I can I hold that for a few moments, and I put it back in the case. Well, but I was look, I will be right back, and you can look at it as much as you want. Give me two moments, I'll be right back. Um, I'm not leaving these things with anybody. Yeah, first of all, they could walk out with them. Exactly. Second of all, you could do something truly stupid and no, you know, um, totally get it. Uh, and, and it's not much of a problem for me because by the time I'm buying a gun, I'm either buying it at a gun show and I know what the hell to do. Um, and a gun show is a very relaxed environment with a bunch of ex-military and firearms trainers and, you know, gun shop owners and stuff like that. And Everyone there knows more about firearms than you do, and it's a very safe environment because they'll tell you when you're being unsafe, or they just won't freaking sell you a gun because they can say, no, yeah. put it down, go away, you know, uh, and they feel yeah. very comfortable doing that, you know. Uh, well, 
the other two that I've experienced it for is this way was first of all the very quick one, which was um, coming back in and because uh, we what we've been doing once again is a small shop is asking people to wait outside in the hallway while the background checks are being run. And so you poke your head out there, and I asked at one point, some point, they said, hey, is, there, is there a riot starting out there yet? And they also looked at all of us behind the counter and went, how long would a riot last here? <laughs> as long as it took me to pull my shit out from under the counter. <laughs> exactly. Um, the, uh, the other one is, is we had the, uh, the, as paranoid as I am, we did have the one that was just overboard come in today. Uh, he had his AR slung over his shoulder, his 1911 uh, open carried on his hip, and he was wearing a full-on gas mask. Oh, wow. Uh-huh. Now, if now I didn't know the guy, and I was about to look at him and sit there and say, okay, if you're going to come in here, you know, wearing, like, the, the surgical mask is one thing, but if you're covering up your entire face, you got to get out. Um, but apparently the owner knew him and kind of went, oh, hey, come on in. It's kind of like, okay, if, he, if he's going to say come in, that's fine. <laughs> if but... he's going to vouch for you, okay, <laughs> but no. And see, at, at, a, at a gun show, it's a little different because the cops are checking everybody's guns before you come in, and they can't be loaded, right? And everybody's yeah. got their their guns tied up, and they're all zip tied and all that kind of stuff. So, and they're they're checking it, they're roaming around. You and you're in a building full of again ex military, ex police, current police, current military, and everything. It's a very safe environment. Okay. It's, oh yeah. I don't have any problems taking the girls there because there is nothing that will ever happen to them without a hundred armed men taking care of business and making sure they're safe and okay. I mean, there is. No safer place that I could take them. I still maintain that. Um, but at the local gun shop, um, you know, you get you get crazies. Uh, you know, like uh, like yeah, very. In, and what I always do when I walk in the gun shop. Uh, the other day I was selling a pistol. I guess uh, this is a little while back. I was selling a thirty-eight, and uh, I, I walked in. It was in a a case. It was completely unloaded, but it was in a case. And I said, hey, I have a, a 38. It wasn't my normal gun shop. They didn't know me, you know, on site or anything like that. I'm like, hey, uh, I have a 38 here. And I put it on the counter and I put it sideways and, and all that kind of stuff still in the case and just laid it on the counter. I have a 38 that I'd like to sell. And I got my hands away from it. And I said, if, if you would like, I will open it. If, if you would like, you can open it. It doesn't matter to me. It's completely unloaded. There's no bullets in it or anything like that. The cylinder, if, if you feel it, the cylinder is not in the gun. You know, Like, it cannot shoot. Just to make sure that everybody is comfortable about where we are. You know what I mean? Oh, we, we, we did have the idiot who showed up with the loaded gun to try to sell today. I, yeah, and it's just... And it's like, sir, you know, and I've heard those guys because the, the ones around me are like all ex-police and, and, you know, old-time gun stuff. Sir, put the gun on the counter or get out, you know, and, and it just like everything stops. It's like that is, you know, that is loaded. What the hell are you doing? Get the hell out of here with a loaded gun. Um, you know, and if you're if you're concealed carry and stuff like that, just don't be a dick, you know, but – but I, I, I've seen it happen where they're well, like, oh, yeah, no. I mean, it's it's one thing if you – not to say that it's a good idea, not to say that it's not a dumbass thing to do. It's one thing to show up with it in the case still loaded, which is what happened to us today. It was kind of like, no, no, take this back out, unload it, then come back in. Right. Um, and then the, the other one, though, is that if you are a carrying and at that point in time, no one wants to see your gun. 
Right. I don't mean that no one wants to see it in the fact of, okay, you're carrying it, it's there, but you nobody wants you to take it out of the holster and show it to anybody for any reason. Yeah, that's 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 not something you need to be doing. Stop. Right there. Just stop. Do not do this. And you'd be surprised. I mean, people who, who they know how to handle a firearm, they know how to shoot, presumably. They, they pass the course and all that kind of stuff, which basically means they can fog a mirror and hold a gun. But <laughs> at the same time, uh, you know, you'd think you'd have more sense than that. And you'd be surprised how many people I have found don't. Well, just because you know how to handle a firearm doesn't mean you have the common sense to actually be or did you use one. Right. I mean, I. But, but I, then again, that goes back to automobiles. Just because you have the ability to actually get a driver's license doesn't mean you have the common sense to use one. Right. It damn <laughs> sure doesn't mean you're a race car driver, okay? There, there's, there's a big difference between an F1 driver and somebody who just got their license. Uh, so, I mean, there's there's gaps of, of measurement in there for, for growth potential. And I just have been very surprised, uh, especially in this compressed time period here where we've had um you know civilization altering uh social experiences where you're just you're just flabbergasted at the amount of of misinformation really that oh yeah that is that is happening you know i've had several people ask me what's the best gun like, uh, it was, for the what? Is the, what you can handle. I mean, as I said, I pointed people who have no concept of what they're getting a lot towards the Glocks, and it's just for no other reason that they're prevalent, they're out there, um, they're actually relatively simple to use and simple to dismantle, simple to take apart and do what you need to do with them, and there's a lot of aftermarket support. That doesn't mean that it's six months after they've actually bothered to try and shoot the thing that they're not going to go, this thing sucks. Yeah, I I gotta I really gotta admit that that I first of all I've become a a very big fan of a three eighty as far as the caliber itself, um, which their most Glocks are nine millimeter. Uh, if yeah. if you gave me a choice between a Sig and a Glock, just in general, I'm gonna pick the Sig because I think it's and I know this is gonna get me in trouble with the Glock guys. I think it's a higher quality firearm, to be honest. Um, I I just do. Now, same question: if you gave me the the uh, capacity to to do a Glock, a Sig, or a Walther, I'll probably take the Walther uh, because they have softer springs and and I like that. Um, also, a Smith EZ, love the gun, big fan. Oh, see, uh, see, and the worst part about it is there's one that whether it's the nine millimeter or the three eighty, that Smith Easy, I am so not a fan. As far as for <laughs> as far as for me, right? Uh, you know, I'm sure there are people out there who you know just absolutely love the gun. Actually, the worst part about it is, is I helped somebody order one of your oh well, actually yours now, the PK three eighty, on the idea that it is a woman's style firearm and had nothing to do with the pink color or anything of that nature just the way it's ergonomically designed it's ergonomically designed to be very easy to handle and very which is why i like it because i'm not a particularly gifted pistol shooter i need something that is going to to kind of and i don't want to say this the wrong way but compensate for my weaknesses 
in that I don't like a lot of pistol jerk. I need a, a, a grip that's going to fit my hand very, very well because I, I can't worry about that while I'm trying to shoot because I'm not particularly gifted at a pistol. So I need something with a fairly small, compact, but long barrel, long-ish, you know, like three and a half, three, you know, three, seven, five mm-hmm. uh, inch barrel, uh, not the super stubbies. I, you know, and this is a for a 380. It's a big damn gun. Yeah. Uh, for for a quote unquote concealable 380. It's damn near not concealable. It's a big it's a big rig. Yeah. Uh, so, but it doesn't kick very hard. It's very easy to clean. It's very easy to sight. It's it's very easy uh, to shoot. Uh, I, I, I sold several of the, um, not the Legion style that I have, but the SIG um, P238s that I have uh, to people, once again, on the idea of, oh, it's heavy compared to the other one. Yes. The 380 with a heavier handgun is going to kick like, but it's not going to kick. Which is why I love the 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 Bursa because it is heavier. It, it's a heavy gun for a three eighty. I mean, it's it's big. Um, Shannon has has moved almost complete. Well, not almost complete. She has completely moved to her CCPM two. Mm-hmm. Uh, loves it. Absolutely loves it. it. It was like the gun was literally designed for her. Um, doesn't use her PK three eighty anymore. And even though she had that gun for four or five years, loved it, absolutely loved it. It was it was a lovely gun for her, but they took all of that, scaled it into a nine millimeter, and you know made it striker fire, which she prefers because it's more like a, a Glock, which is what she was trained on. Um, it's got the easy springs and you know the easy mm-hmm. magwell, uh, all that kind of stuff. And I've been shooting that PK three eighty because I was like, oh, I like three eighty. Sure, this is go- oh, this is nice, you know. I, you know, whatever. At least she got comfortable with that nine millimeter before she realized that the uh, the CCP now comes in a three eighty. Oh man, yeah, yeah, exactly. Could you give me one of these too? So, and and yeah, the answer will be yes because she puts up with all my gun crap. Um, but uh, oh, the the other thing is, is I've been telling people as people have kind of done the you know there, there's the obvious joke, especially not uh, completely among men coming into the gun store is now how do I sneak this back into the house? Right. Well, I have been telling people your your uh, trick for uh, the past week, which is, dude, it's real simple. You go out the door with an empty gun case, you come back in with a full one. Nobody knows the difference. <laughs> exactly. You know, it's great. Just do that a couple times, you know, when you come back with the loaded one, she won't ask any questions. (laughs) It's at this point now where she just thinks all guns look the same because she'll she'll come by and it's a gun she's (laughs) never seen before. I bought it the day before. She'll go, which one is that? I'm like, oh, it's the one I got a couple weeks ago. And she'll go, oh, okay. Just (laughs) whatever. (laughs) Whatever. I can't tell them apart anymore. You've had so many. I'm like, yep. <laughs> you damn right she can't. And it's fine. It's, uh, but, I mean, she is. She does support me and all that stuff. And I've made a, a killing. I mean, I, I haven't gouged anybody. I don't. I would feel bad if I gouged somebody. But I have done full retail because they can't get in any cheaper than that. There's no reason I need to lose money that that was offered on the table. Uh, right now because I just feel bad or something like that. I'm selling at full retail when I do sell because uh, there's no reason not to. 
Um, no, absolutely not. There's just no reason not to. I had a stash full of pump action 12 gauges. It's it's actually one of my favorite guns to collect. And people always make fun of me. I'm like, yeah, but you never know when you'll need when somebody will need a 12 gauge pump action or slide action shotgun. You just it's so useful and so versatile and so easy to understand and be safe with that it's kind of in my personal opinion, okay, that's all, all that's all it is. My personal opinion it's one of the easiest guns to to convert to a to a home or self-defense type of situation because it's very very easy to understand when it is and is not loaded. And it will do the job most of the time if you get it right in well, one well, shot. It, it also comes down to the fact that it's it's ubiquitous in the I'm used the big words again. Uh, it, it's it's very recognizable in you know what it looks like, what it sounds like, and what it does. And, you know our, our our favorite joke these days is going back to Dave Chappelle that when you get, when he when you go clack clack, yeah. that's, <laughs> that's 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 actually a a signal. That anyone who's not stoned out of their minds or completely fucking nuts knows and will move away from. Yeah, you know what that sound is. Now, you may have a different plan of attack than somebody who's who's in their right mind, but you at least know what that noise is. Now, uh, statistically, you know, Paul Harrell and those guys will tell you that it doesn't it doesn't help you as much as you think it will. However, if there's any Buddy who's going to come down on the side of unsure, it will, it will firm up their decision for them. Uh, that noise is very distinctive. Um, it's also well, and, and, and not only that. If uh, you know, I, I'm sure you've racked a shotgun in your own home. It sounds a whole lot different than when you're outside. Yeah. Oh yeah. No, it's it's the the reverb off that everyone knows what you've just done. Yes. Everyone in the house knows what you've just done. So it's it's not something that is mis, misunderstood. It is completely recognizable. Um, and, it, and, it, and then you've got the Danny Glover line. I don't want to kill you and you don't want to be dead. Right. You know, um, it's also cheap, uh, relatively speaking. I mean, of course, uh, of course, and I will say this. You can spend as much as you freaking want on a oh, on yeah. any oh, yeah. gun, and okay, somebody will make one that is wildly expensive. But generally speaking, uh, you can buy a brand new pump action shotgun. Now it's not going to be a Mossberg or a Remington or a Winchester, but you can buy a brand spanking new shotgun for a hundred and fifty bucks. Right. That will fire every time. Every yeah. time it will not leave you hanging. Okay. Well, and and the funny thing is, I is another one I, I customer I had re, uh, over the past week that I even used you not actually obviously mentioning your name because sure. you wouldn't know who you are, um, but you Thanks. used you as an example. <laughs> 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 but um, the only pump action shotgun we had left in the store at that point in time was, and for the life of me, I do not remember the brand, but it was literally World War One vintage. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And and it, and it was being sold for two hundred bucks. There's nothing wrong with that gun, uh, and, and that's worth more because he asked about. It. He sits there and goes, you know, does it matter that it's that old? And I looked at him. And I went, the design and usage and how a twelve gauge pump action shotgun works since then has not changed at all. 
None. I said, to him, I said, should you go on the YouTube and you know do some research and figure out how to maybe do some cleaning up and, and oiling and and just giving it some TLC? Yeah, that's probably a good idea. But if you do that, then you have an absolutely beautiful shotgun that is absolutely as lethal and as secure as any guy I use them all the time I got I've got my my wingmaster is older than I am and I don't feel bad at well the action is the grips and stock are not but the the action is 1949 chief oh, oh no and, no when I say World War one vintage this thing was you know something in the nature of yeah. 1917 yeah. 19 yeah yeah I mean I've had those in the shot like I've had uh, uh, I have had a Winchester 1897. Yep. And there is not a damn thing wrong with that shotgun. Um, They, they work just as good. And it was like you're saying, it was, it was a world war one trench gun, you know, Cowboys used it. A lot of stuff and and it is as every bit as sound as the day it was made run shells. It had bust clays. We ran slugs through it. There's not a damn thing wrong with that gun. And they really, as as you and I have both said now, um, they haven't changed since then. No, the designs have changed here and there. And all a little, little bit, but, 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 but how one functions and what it does. It's kind of like, for example, you know, are there some new designs and revolvers? Yeah. Does a revolver still work the exact same way it did back in Wyatt Earp's day? Real close. Yeah, pretty much, you know. <laughs> Uh, you know the the thing I always tell people it's like look you can take one of those World War One guns you know a trench gun or something like that from World War One and stick a shell from 1917 a 12 gauge shell from 1917 in it and a 12 gauge shell from 2017 in it and it's the same shell it does the same thing in the gun it's the same thing and it is just as lethal as it was then now humans have not gotten any tougher. <laughs> We have we have not gotten any thicker skin. Actually, actually, there's some of us that would suggest that's gone the other way around. Yeah, exactly. You know, uh, and, and 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 I'm pretty thick. <laughs> Even then, you know, you probably don't want to stare one of those down. No, no, no. <laughs> it's not I your mean, first choice. No, I mean, it, you know, it's it's kind of one of those things where you know, every once in a while, somebody will you know get those those joking things in the office where somebody's showing you the, the little knife they've got in your pocket. And my response to that one is, dude, you're gonna have to get that you can hit that thing really hard to get any organ on me with that thing. <laughs> I'll bleed for a while and I'll I'll feel bad. Oh no, oh, no, it, it, it'll be it it it'll, it it won't be. Oh, that's what the conversation was. Obviously, everybody's heard the the whole thing about twenty feet. Or twenty yards and a oh, knife. Oh sure, yeah, justified. Okay, yeah, yeah. Well, my whole thing with that one is, is I'm a fat guy. You got to stab me pretty deep in order to actually keep me from shooting you. <laughs> and I'm severely motivated. All right, <laughs> so I don't want to be shot any more than any more than the next guy. Any more than skinny guys. I don't want. To <laughs> I don't want to be stabbed. But that being said, you're not going to come out on the positive on that. Yeah, this that is one. not going to work out well for you. You know. Uh, you know, unless you unless you get real lucky as to where you stab. I, I've had this conversation several times this week as well. Um, not only the old shotgun thing, which there have been people who have been asking, oh, can I buy a used shotgun and, and it's okay? Like, I've got this thing. I'm like, yeah, buy it. 
Like, what happens if, uh, you know, I'm like, it's, is it a pump action? Yeah. It, what is it? It's a Remington. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> what is it? It's a Mossberg. It's fine. You know, there's nothing wrong with that. But the other thing I've had is, is well, you know, I don't know if I want a shotgun. It doesn't really carry a lot of ammunition. You know, I mean, what happens if I, I'm like, okay, first of all, if you don't want a shotgun, you don't have to have one. You asked what I thought. This is what I told you. That doesn't mean, you know, if you're comfortable with something else, you want something with more rounds downfield, that's fine. Or more chances. If you want to change the the equation with how many chances you have to stop the situation versus how much lead you're throwing downfield. And they're like, what? I'm like, okay, listen. <laughs> <I'm> like, <laughs> I held up a, uh, which is what I keep in my shotgun. Um, I have a number four in my okay. shotgun. Uh, Fiocchi number fours. And I'm like, okay, now I want you to look at this. This has essentially 21, 22 caliber rounds in it. Okay. Every time I pull the trigger on one of these, I am shooting three seven round clips <laughs> of 22 <laughs> every time I pull the trigger. Okay. Now, how long will it take you to throw as much lead downfield as I am? Uh, more than more than once. Yes, more than once. Okay. Now, <laughs> I can throw these five times <laughs> before I have to think about anything. Okay. That means <laughs> 21 times five <laughs> is what, you know, and it's like, look. And, you know, and I'll give them, I'll send them to videos and pages. And it's like, look, you know, most of the time with a, with a shotgun, the first round solves the situation. Sometimes the second round, in very rare cases, the third round. So there are very, very few times in a home defense situation where more than three rounds out of a 12-gauge shotgun had to be used to solve the situation. I said there are many times... When more than that is because you shoot a pistol different, and you know this, you know you shoot yeah. a pistol differently, you group your shots differently, you you conserve ammo differently in a a pistol or a rifle than you do in a shotgun. Yes, and I happen to prefer it because I am very comfortable with that. And it goes back to what you're comfortable with. I'm very comfortable with a shotgun because that's what I use. That's how I think. That's how I shoot. That's what I train with. I'm very comfortable with that pistols not so much you know now i cheat because i turn my pistol into an effective small shotgun so well, yeah i mean that's how i'm cheating but in a life or death situation if you give me the option i will gravitate towards a shotgun because that's what i know and that's what i'm proficient with and that that answer and that equation is absolutely different for everyone. You are different than me. You will grab something different. Yes. Um, it kind of, for that one, it depends on where I am and what's going on. Right, right. But if you're in your house, you're still probably going to pull something different than me. Uh, yeah, I mean, because generally what I've got somewhere around the house are pistols, and then what I've got next to the bed is one of those little shockwaves. Yeah. Yeah. Again, so, shotgun. You know? Yes. Um, but it's but, you know, what I've had to deal with recently, and I know you've had to deal with a lot more of that, is people who who have never shot a gun before. Never. Oh, absolutely. Buying 
guns for defense. And and I I, I struggle because it's 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 like I'm happy that they're buying a gun. I'm happy that they're they're involving themselves in the process and and taking advantage of their Second Amendment rights. So very happy about that. Well, there's also something what? else to be happy about. You actually pointed it out to me that I didn't even actually consider this until you said it, which is when all of this calms down, say six months from now. There's going to be a lot of really awesome used guns on the market. Oh, I'm so waiting. I'm so waiting. Like, probably most of them never been shot before. You know, there's going to be tons. There's going to be just a glut. Uh, and it's going to be great. I am waiting already. You know, just I can taste it. Like, brand new, top-of-the-line shit. And it's going to be funneled through gun stores and gun shops and gun, you know, uh, uh shows and everything as people try and get rid of these these objects of sin and their weakness and stuff <laughs> from those people you know who had them and what and, to be fair and, and and i have to say that most people are actually probably what they're going to do is look at it and go okay well you know i didn't we're, we're going to put it somewhere in the house we're going to lock it up and here comes the funny thing is if you're going to keep it in the house having it completely unloaded and locked away does you no damn good? Yeah, it is a paperweight. Um, but that th- that's what's that's what that's what's going to happen to a lot of them. They're, they're just going to get I, I would pa- say away and locked up for the yeah sixty percent probably. Will, but will a lot of that. people are going to look at them and go, "Okay, I don't need this anymore." Yeah, I'm going to get rid of this. You know, there's going to be a lot of that because it happens every time, right? I mean, that's that's what people yeah. do. That's how they think. Well, I can get my money back out of this, or most of my money back out of this. I had it. It's just uh, actually. Like a, I'm dying to see the looks on people's faces when they come back in and somebody tells them what they'll give them for the, oh, to be able to buy the gun. Look, I've, I've bought 10 of these already this morning. I don't need another one. I'll give you 50 bucks for it. You know, I'll give you 100 bucks for it, you know, whatever it is. And I, I just can't wait, you know, because I know these deals are coming, right? I know they are. Yeah. Six months, a year from now, just watch. They're coming. And there's oh, just yeah. going to be tons. I mean, they're going to flood the market with Glocks and shotguns. 12-gauge pump-action shotguns are going to be a dime a dozen a year from now. <laughs> it's going to be fucking great. Uh, you know, because right now you can't get one to save your life. No pun intended. No, um, exactly. Uh, and I've had a... My, uh, and the the last one, and I'll, and I'll stop babbling about my experience with the gun store. I love it. Is is I've I have a tendency when somebody says, "Can I ask you a question?" My answer is typically, "Shoot," um, <laughs> and yeah, that doesn't go over quite as well. Uh, shoot, no, what? No, uh, no pun intended. Ask me a question. You're good. <laughs> What I what I'm the only bad part about this whole situation, at least to me, or the part that I, I'm a little sad about, is they will buy the weapon, they will buy the ammunition, they will bring it home, and they won't buy a case, they won't buy a lockbox, they won't buy lessons or train themselves or or practice or understand the laws and the the etiquette that are required to be a responsible gun owner and to me that is setting yourself up for failure you know eventually down the road whatever it is yeah. they don't train their family they don't train their children they don't 
train their wives on what it is that they have purchased and why it's a useful tool and how powerful and how how useful it really is. But the the rules and the etiquette and the training that have to go along with that to make it a safe, reliable, and effective tool. And I I just I I I'm sad, right? Just a little bit, just because I know that these people will never do that, right? They 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 think just like the answer. Oh, I've got a a a Ferrari in the garage, right? But you you don't know how to drive. You don't know how to get the most out of that car. You have no idea. You ever been to racing school? Do you have a racing license? You know, oh, but it's it's the car that won the Grand Prix. And I'm like, yeah, but it doesn't matter. You don't know how to drive that car. You can start it. You can go to the grocery store. But do you know about an apex turn? Do you know how to cut the line or hit the berm just right to get the most out of the corner? No, of course you don't. Actually, the Mercedes has won the Grand Prix the past couple of years. You know, I'm a, I'm a big Sebastian Vettel fan, but, you know, I... Don't get me started on on, on Hamilton. Uh, let me start it on Hamilton. Uh, but the, the the you can't. Hey, 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 I know nothing about Formula One, but damn it, I can watch a documentary. <laughs> you know that was a big move that he he moved away from some of that stuff. Anyway, you know that you can't like it's you can't just buy the gun and then expect that to be enough. You know, maybe you understand like. And this is the biggest thing, like, you know, and I, I know you do this because we've talked about it, right? Practice. Practice getting your gun. Practice loading, unloading. Practice, you know, doing home sweeps. Practice, like, where your children, where your family might be, where the sight lines are in your house. What to do. Where to point the gun. How to, how to uh, announce yourself. How to announce that the situation has escalated. How to tell your family what's going on. Where to shoot? What will the bullet do? You know, and, and even certain things with regards to equipment. For example, whatever it is that you're going to have near, for example, the bed for at night needs to have a light on it. Yeah, because and it's there's, there's dark. No, there's no question under the sun about that. You need to have if you're having a, a firearm for the nighttime, it needs to have a light on it. Otherwise, at some point, some family member is going to sneak into your house and. Yeah, you're going to take out a family member who you thought was an intruder. Right. You need to understand and, and work through these things. Having the gun and the ammunition is is only a very – it's an important and integral part, okay? You can't do the same thing with a tennis racket. I acknowledge that. I'm just saying that y you you need to have a plan and an education and – and a wherewithal and awareness about your environment, about you, about you and the firearm, whoever's doing the shooting, that, that what is going on and are you taking the correct action? This is responsible gun ownership. And that's what we all need to have. And I, I think uh, right now, and this is the sad part for me, as much as I love guns and as much as I'm going to buy all these guns as cheap as I can six months from now, a year from now, whenever they start coming out, what makes me a little sad is you're going to have as many or more people, to your point exactly, that say, you know, keep it in their closet and never touch it again. It is a, a factor of fear and of, of uselessness that they were never intended to have when they were manufactured. Because the person who purchased them doesn't understand and is afraid of them, which you should be afraid of guns. You should have a healthy respect for them. You know, they should be an, an object like that. But 
But you, don't be afraid. Be educated. You know, don't lock them away. Understand what it is. And if you don't feel that that is a need that you have in your house, get rid of it. You know, use some other method. Um, like you're saying, bear mace. There you go. <laughs> have cans of bear mace stashed all over the house. You know, whatever you want to do. Spray you, work. spray them, spray everybody. It will work. <laughs> it will work. You know, they will stop, okay? There's not a human being on the planet who is going to keep going with their original plan with, with bear mace on their face. It's not going to happen. So it's – but to me, that's the only part that makes me a little sad. That – the level of humanity that you're seeing right now, like, give me a gun. What What do you want? I want a gun. <laughs> Uh, basically exactly that. It's just, it's a little sad, and it does change. I'm sure they are seeing people now who have no idea what they're buying. Like, no Mm -hmm. idea. And I don't know if I would be able, because I'm I'm finicky, okay? And I have a, we've discussed this at length. We, I have a very, particular view about guns and most of my stuff and most of my hangups fall in shotguns okay you know like uh, pistols I, I everybody else is better at those than me rifles I, I don't hardly know anything shotguns it's like what do you want why do you want that do you even know what that is yes it's old it's great i love it see how cool it looks you know i i i would be the world's worst shotgun salesman at a gun store i know i would because <laughs> I'm like one of those elitist guys, and you'll know what I'm talking about. Remember when you used to go to record store? I'll say this, and I'll, then I'll quit because I'll get off my soapbox. <laughs> Remember when you used to go, like, you used to have the music stores, the record stores, like the real ones, not like Hastings or something like that, but like record stores. Tower Records. Yes, you know, where you had people who knew music and knew the albums and all that kind of stuff. You'd go in there, and they were kind of elitist about it, but the problem was they were always right. <laughs> you know? Yes. Yeah, they were just kind of dicks about everything. And the problem was they knew more than you and they, you know, whether they were right or wrong, they knew more than you. I would be one of those guys with shotguns it's like you don't want that. That's dumb. why do you want that? No, no, I'm not selling it to him. He doesn't appreciate it. You know, <laughs> like, I know I'd be one of those guys. You know, they made, you know, they, this was they stopped making this in 87. You, I don't think you're old enough to even have one of these. Get out. Scoop. I am happy that the Second Amendment is working. Um, yes. I I am happy that uh, people are considering gun ownership at, at this point. I'm, I'm sad that it has taken the country here to, to have that happen. Like we've had to have a, like a global pandemic and, and that kind of thing where we're closing states and, and the next step in our evolution is dumpster fire. That is, that is not, that is unfortunate. <laughs> not a big uh, fan. <laughs> no. Uh, so this, this is, uh, it, it's an interesting time. And thank you for taking, taking a little bit of time. I know you got other stuff going on and, and, and all that. You've had a long day at the gun store. Actually, I, I don't have nearly as much going on as I would like to have going on right now. <laughs> And uh, it's and which is is super important. Hopefully, all of this will just be a blip, and and we can all get back to work and get back to what we're doing here in the next couple of weeks. And we will laugh about this and all the great gun deals that we had here uh, very shortly. Uh, in the meantime, we are going to cast for 
pretty much as long as we can keep this stuff going and as long as we got <laughs> stories and uh new guns uh next time we got to ask jake what he thinks about his new 45 after he's had some some time with it and all well, that kind of thing well, so, well the ranges actually have to open again first yeah exactly you know so um we're we're going to ask him as soon as he's got a little time under his belt with it and and uh, has put some rounds down field i have the feel i have a sneaking suspicion what he's going to say I could be wrong, but okay. Uh, well, don't leave me in suspense. <laughs> I'm not sure after nine millimeters and uh, with your small hands and, and that kind of thing that Springfield's going to do great for you. I think it's you're going to find it very snappy. I, I'm actually pretty sure you're correct, but at the same time, <laughs> paranoia. Yeah, at the same time, you can find bullets for it. So <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> It may be one of the ones that spends most of its time in the safe, but it'll make me feel better knowing it's there. Hey, I I got a whole closet full of those, so I can't say any. I am literally sitting in front of a cabinet with five shotguns in it. I can't say anything. (laughs) I've got a forty-five on the table, so I can't say anything. (laughs) Well, uh, I, I wish you luck. Indeed, sir. I wish you the same. And uh, you got anything else for this cast? I do not. Right on, my brother. Well, have a excellent time in the in the days and uh, weeks ahead, and we will see if we can't get this whole <laughs> freaking zombie apocalypse thing uh, over and done with and get back to guns as usual. With any luck. All right, y'all. Stay safe, and we'll see you next time. On behalf of Jake Bona and I, thank you for listening. Thank you for downloading. If you're interested in more content like this or podcasts, check us out at hawksideguns.com. Thanks again, and we'll see you next time.